ladies. Welcome back to another episode of The Woman Podcast. We're so excited to be back. And today we have the mama of the house with us, Michelle Bazette. Say hi, Michelle. Hey, that is me. I'm here. She's here. <laughs> and Michelle, I'm sure you guys know. I sh- I'm sure y'all know. But just in case you're new and you haven't listened to The Woman Podcast yet, Michelle and her husband, Rick, are the pastors of New Life Church and New Life Church Church. Uh, that sounded weird. New Life started 20 years ago. Yes. Almost. Yes. Yeah. This February will be 20 years. Yeah. So we're coming up on 20 years and mm-hmm. New Life is all across the state of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And the Michelle, of course, is special to me because she is my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. I married her oldest son, Hunter, who is the best. So thank you for birthing him. <laughs> thank you for marrying him. And raising him to be a wonderful man. <laughs> so we're glad that you're with us today. Yes. Glad to be here. So, Michelle, the last time we were together, we did a podcast. We did several podcasts. You were on a few last season. Um, But the last one we did, I remember we sat down with Cody Bennett and we did a podcast. It was like the top 25 questions that moms ask. And we covered tons of mom questions. And it was so good. So if you haven't listened to that, make sure you go back and listen to that those two different podcasts because they're so full of wisdom. Michelle has four kids and is so, so full of mom wisdom. But um, you, I remember you coming in your rain jacket that day and you were... It was like a quick thing that we did, and you were actually leaving to go to Israel that day. Yes. Do you remember? Yes. So yes, we yes. really haven't talked to you since then. And that seems like five years ago. I know, because that was February. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was so, so long ago. And so we haven't heard from you. So really, today, I just wanted to sit down with you and just catch up on life, because okay. the women of New Life love you and love to hear from you. You're the mom of the house. And so... This is just a catch-up, a little coffee date with Michelle where we just hear about the last six months. So you guys left to go to Israel, and that started a sabbatical period for you guys. Yes. Can you tell us about that? Like, why? What is a sabbatical? Right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, for us, it started because it's... um, pastors or different people might take a sabbatical if they just need a season of rest. Mm -hmm. And for Rick, his voice needed a season of rest. He had done some damage to his vocal cords. He had a couple paralyzed vocal cords and he just had to um, have a season of rest for that. And we had already had this trip to Israel planned and with a bunch of amazing people. And we went on that trip and then immediately following that trip, was our um, season of sabbatical. But even like why we were in Israel with all these wonderful, amazing people, he could hardly, he wasn't able to talk while he was there. And um, and so that, that was a little bit hard for him. Mm-hmm. And so then we got to spend a little bit of time then getting away, doing a little bit of traveling. And, um, in, you know, in hindsight, Rick looks back, and I know he loves to say he had, we had no clue that, when he was on, and he kind of felt like it was forced sabbatical just because his voice forced mm-hmm. him to take a sabbatical. Yeah. And then who knew that the whole country within weeks of that would almost be on 
for sabbatical. Right. That people were just, you know, having to just stop what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And um, and so he just felt like when we came out of that, um, he felt, all, you know, not only refreshed, but kind of like, I know what people are going through right now because I just came out of a season right. of this myself. Right. Yeah. So, so a sabbatical is intended for rest. Do you feel like you guys really got to rest? Because I know, generally speaking, you both are busy and have full lives and you even have a big family and you keep up with your kids and grandkids like yeah what was it like was it easy to turn off or was it hard right right it's a little easier for my personality to turn off than it is for Rick's (laughs) it was a little harder for him at first he was kind of like a I tell people a caged lion he was just like (laughs) he just felt so caged and he was like my my mind isn't on um, doesn't need rest my voice just needs rest Mm -hmm. so it was really hard Mm -hmm. for him to just slow down Mm -hmm. and get in that mode and um and so because it was hard for him it made it a little hard for me too right (laughs) because like calm down yes yes you can do this we can do this <laughs> and um so then he finally was able it just took you know there were just some, some responsibilities he had to make sure we're taken care of and he was able to do that and then we were able to get into that groove mm-hmm. and so then it was just really great we had a month of just being able to just hang out mm-hmm. and do things together and um before he came back and yeah went hit went at it again did you read new good books uh-huh. I know you're such know. a book reader. I know. And when you when you get to get away, it's you and the Kindle. Yes, it is me and the Kindle. And I'd love to tell you all these amazing spiritual books <laughs> that I read. But the people that know me well, I have this thing for biblical historical fiction. Mm-hmm. So I really love fiction. And I feel like um, I make it, it's like, I feel like I, I'm I'm allowed to read it if it's biblical, right? Like it's I so give myself <laughs> permission to read fiction yes. if it's biblical, historical fiction. And some of you are out there of like, what in the world is even right. biblical, historical fiction? So I love books like that that are just centered around stories in the Bible, and they just kind of fill in the lines mm-hmm. that they're probably very, um, they're very biblically accurate but then the conversations and they just fill in the lines and those are just really fun for me because then when I do go read my bible it makes it a little more alive and it's like oh I'm there I I get it a little bit more no I remember I'm not as much of a reader as you are so I I'm like I remember that one time I read a book (laughs) but I read a book oh man what was it it was about the story of Rahab, I think, and um, I just, it's like, it's etched in my mind now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I knew the Bible story very well. I could have told you, like, the bullet points of it, but now it's like a full-color picture in my mind, and I love that because I, I probably need to get into biblical fiction. No, biblical historical oh, fiction. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I guess it's a biblical, it's it's historical. Historical fiction. Even though the Bible is living and active and live. There we go. Yes. Okay. So, do you talking about the sabbatical season still? Do you look back on that and go, "Wow, God really taught us something in that season"? Like, is there is there a clear thing that y'all walked away with, or right, right? I know. Um, you know, I don't know if I can say for me personally. Rick would say for him, but this is so typical of us, he would say for him that he wrote down like 
21 pages of notes and all that God was showing him. And then we got back and none of that really applied because life was so different for Mm -hmm. the church, for the world and everything. And Mm -hmm. he felt like all of those 21 pages had to be kind of just, you know, put away. And then I feel like that we've talked about this, I think even on here before, like when we have prayer and fasting every year, I just feel like um, Rick will just hear all these amazing, what is God showing you? And and so I just pray just for that one word. Mm-hmm. And um, so even in that season of the sabbatical, that is just like, you know, I just, I don't feel like it was overflowing with all these re- great revelations, mm-hmm. but I am super thankful for that season of rest mm-hmm. right before all that happened yeah. afterwards. And that I just look back at how God's goodness and God's timing mm-hmm. for that. Because, you know, we just ended up walking into one of the hardest seasons of ministry after that and just having to relearn how to navigate ministry in the church. Who would have known that you, life is 100% normal, then you go on a sabbatical, shut down for a month, and you come back and it is 100% different. I mean, that was, and just, yeah, looking back, it is so God's design because it's like, you guys probably needed that rest, recharge, get filled back up, you know, to be able to power through because it was so weird. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so sabbatical is coming to a close and coronavirus comes full speed. Yes. And so sabbatical ended. And then what was the next couple of months like for you guys as, I mean, I know I was there with you because we spent lots of family time together, but you know, when church shuts down and church is your world, like what did your world look like? Right. 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 You know, it was, um, like you mentioned, definitely different. And, uh, you know, we all went into isolation, you know, for me, I'm super thankful that we have a lot of family that live in the area. So we, because of that, we got to have a lot of family time Mm -hmm. during that, that season. Um, And so, you know, just, it was, our daughter had had a baby that year Mm -hmm. and we got to really know that new baby and spend time with that new baby. And we were, you know, baking all kinds of things, (laughs) (laughs) taking lots of walks Uh and, um, doing all that while, you know, while my, my husband's working really hard trying to save the church. Right. <laughs> He's trying to keep the, the church afloat via the internet. <laughs> yes. Here we are. And I'm baking cookies and enjoying my people. <laughs> I know. I know. It really, I mean, I know for a lot of people, COVID was a really hard season, but, you know, I think when you look back, there are, and I know we're sort of in it still. Mm-hmm. It hasn't mm-hmm. all, the It hasn't cleared away completely. But, you know, I do think it's easy to look back and see God in a lot of it and see Mm -hmm. good things in it. And so with you looking back over the last six months, what are some really good things that are takeaways? Like, Right, right. I was thinking about that. We just, we were able to have all staff today. And it's just a really great time of worship for us together as a staff. And then during that worship time, I was just, it was reminded of at woman several years ago before that day, it just rang like the floodgates of heaven 
opened. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking spiritual. I'm talking (laughs) in the natural. Uh The floodgates opened and there was roads to get to the church had closed and different things like that happened. And I remember my friend Angie telling me, and I I don't always use this word. And she told me, Michelle, God is not looking down on us going, oh crap, it's raining. (laughs) And I just remember, you know, and right today, I was just reminded of that for this season, even that we're in, that God is not up there going, oh crap, they're in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. That he is just like, you know, he knows. Right. He he knows about this. He's not surprised mm-hmm. about this. So it's kind of, it was just my reminder of how whatever this season has looked like for you, if it's been a really hard season, if it's been a very taxing season, maybe it's been a season for you as a family to really draw close mm-hmm. together. I don't know what this season, but he is not up there going, oh, shoot, I didn't know this was going to happen. He is, you know, sovereign and almighty and all knowing. Mm -hmm. So we might not like the way this season looks, Mm -hmm. but he is in control Mm -hmm. and he has got us on that. And it was just that a little reminder of for me of that today. Yeah. And then there is a verse, too, in um I've in Psalm 66, and then the verse is 12, and it says, We've passed through fire and flood, yet in the end, you always bring us out better than we were before, saturated with your goodness. Wow. And um, I just love that. I just, you know, we've just been, there's been a lot this Mm -hmm. year. And my prayer is that we're going to come out at the end saturated with Mm -hmm. his goodness. Mm -hmm. That's so good. That's so good. When you were talking about All Staff Today, just for those of you who don't know, we, you know, New Life has campuses all across the state of Arkansas. And every, it's, the goal is every month we gather together and we have a time of worship. And it's really just family time. And it's just worship, prayer. Are there any needs? Let's pray over them. I mean, it's just so refreshing. And when you brought that up just now, I was thinking how, you know, during March and April and May, in June, I guess, the church was primarily online. And you sort of forget, like, you know that you miss being with other believers and you know that you miss it, but you don't realize the level that you miss it and Mm -hmm. crave it. And I remember the first Sunday back and even days like today, you still think about it. It's like Mm -hmm. there were months when we were not together as a church. Mm -hmm. And I know that church can exist in homes and I know that church can exist. And I think it was good for people to see that. Like we can seek Jesus on our own in our living room. We can teach our kids how to take communion together as a family. We can teach them the word of God together. And that was so cool. But then to come out of that and get to be in a room full of people that are worshiping God, it's like, it just doesn't get old. And I definitely will say there was probably a time when I took it for granted. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why am I getting emotional? (laughs) You know, but it's just Uh so precious. It's like, you know, that even that verse, it's like, we've walked through such hardship and to, to come into the presence of God and be saturated in his goodness. It's just, there is nothing like it. And so I know that there's a lot of people listening that may have different situations or even your job that keeps you from being back in the church building. But if you aren't one of those situations Mm -hmm. and you are allowed to be back in the 
public realm, Mm -hmm. I would encourage you to get back to church because there is nothing like it being in the presence of God. Mm -hmm. So, yes, no, I I agree. (laughs) Right. No, no, I agree. And, you know, just echoing a little bit of what you said, there are different reasons that people can't come back yet. And we're only because of the guidelines. We can only have so many people come back. Exactly. But I know for me, I hadn't been in church since January because we had had the sabbatical. Then... Um, then all the COVID situation, and then to just be able to be, and I am the biggest worship fan. I list play worship in my car. I play worship at home. Right. I watch the online service, like you know, like everybody did, and worship there. But there's just nothing mm-hmm. from I know for me, like mm-hmm. being in the Bible talks about don't forsake the assembly of yes, believers, yes. and just being in the presence of the Lord with. My friends and my loved ones and other believers and other maybe non-believers right. and being able to be in that presence of the Lord. And I can remember being back and just in the worship and mm-hmm. looking at Rick with tears in my eyes. And it's just like, I love the presence <laughs> of the Lord. And I know you can get be in the presence yes. of the Lord at home. And yeah. you can be in the presence of the Lord in your car. Mm-hmm. You, there's different pl- ways you can be in the presence of the mm-hmm. Lord. I just miss that specific mm-hmm. way of mm-hmm. being in the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it meant a lot, like you said, well, to be back so in it. it's so powerful like, to look around the room and you can see a family that maybe has lost their job, but they are you know, totally worshiping God. And you see a family that's walked through sickness during this season. You, you just look around at the different scenarios and it's like, man, we all come broken, but we're all here worshiping the Lord together. And he is greater than any of the hard stuff that we have walked through. I mean, at the end of the day, his name is greater. And so I don't know, there's just something encouraging about it that I can't get enough of, and I'm glad it's back. Me too. The church is so awesome. (laughs) The big church. I don't just mean new life. I mean when believers come together. I agree. I agree. Okay, so we've made it through the summer. We're back at church. Life is good. And then we look into the fall, and normally this would be our time of year where we have woman conference. And every year it's so big, so awesome. I mean, it's what we've been describing in terms of people coming together to worship, that is like the apex of it all. Yes. The women of our church coming together. And this year we had to cancel it. Mm-hmm. And did you ever in all your life think that woman conference would be canceled? Right? No. No. I definitely had never dreamed. And I just remember that being just a very weighty decision for yes. us, too, to actually have to pull the plug mm-hmm. on it. But they're just... As everybody knows, so many unknowns mm-hmm. in this season, and we had to pull the plug. And um, yeah, I would have never have imagined mm-hmm. it, but like the same time, like I said, but you know, God knew, and yeah. and it's, um, you know, it was like, oh, it's so hard to let it go, but it's mm-hmm. okay. I know, especially it's when okay. all the memories on Time Hop are coming back up, and you're like. One year ago today, we were in front of that fringe wall. <laughs> Two years ago today, we were whatever dancing. Uh, yes. I know. Yeah, it is sad. It's were you sad about it, or were you more just like it's okay? I know this is the right decision. Right, right. I know it was kind of bittersweet. Yeah. Bittersweet. It's one of those things where I just feel like it's the right thing. Mm -hmm. It was the right thing to do, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't always mean the right thing to do is easy. Right. Just in life, you know, just the right thing to do is not always the easy Mm -hmm. thing to do. And so Mm -hmm. I knew it was the right thing to do, but it was just, 
It's so hard. Yeah. Stung a little bit. Yeah. Stung a little bit. That's a good way to describe it. Well, hopefully God willing, you know, if that's what God wants for our church, hopefully it'll be back on next fall and we'll all be there mask free. (laughs) Please Lord. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't it? (laughs) Who knows? We'll see what reality is. Okay, so now as a church, we have moved into this new thing, Life of Christ, and it's just a study that we are doing because, you know, whether people can meet as a life group or not, you know, everyone's situation is different, and so our church put together a study that is daily texting um, video devotionals and reading to um, your phone, and so we started that, I guess now it's like 24, 25 days ago, and I have loved it, but I was going to ask you, I mean, you have always taught the women of our church to be in the Word daily and to put Jesus first, and so from your perspective, what has this study done? What has it taught you? Right. I'd right. just love to know your perspective on it. Right, right. Yes, and I I think the main, one of the main things I love, love, love about this is that as a church, we're doing this together. Mm -hmm. So we've had a season where we haven't been able to be together as a church as much. And we're able to start gathering together once a week, you know, like we used to. But that our, so now, whether we're in church or you're not in church, that there's just something. I'm just all about family and I love everybody sitting around my table together and all having one big meal. And that's what I feel like with this is that as a church, we all get to be on the Mm -hmm. same page and we all get to just break open God's word yes. together, no matter what campus you attend, yeah. no, whether you're able to go to church now or not, yeah. that this is something we all get to mm-hmm. do together. And I can run into somebody, you know, at the grocery store or wherever and mm-hmm. just, what did you think about that today? Right. What did it mean to you? And it, I love to be able to ask people mm-hmm. when I run into them, did you watch the devotion today? What did today's devotion mean to mm-hmm. you? What did you get out mm-hmm. of it? And it's such a great conversation starter with people, and it just has us all on the same page. And I just love how you mentioned just that every day we're in the Word Uh together in some way, because it's just with not church being, with church not being normal, it's just easy to listen to the other voices around us Mm -hmm. that might not be pointing us towards Jesus. Mm And um, for something that gets us every day, I just, God's word is that lighthouse. It's what brings you home. It just keeps you on path. Mm -hmm. And I just, I love that we're just in his word together Mm -hmm. every Mm day. I do too. Hunter and I were actually out to dinner recently at a restaurant that we go to pretty regularly. And we know a couple of the guys who work there and one of them who was waiting on our table said, hey, me and this other guy who work here have been doing the life of Christ together. We're partnering together. We love it. And it was just cool because, you know, somebody that. that you run into just in everyday life, we were able to connect. And it's like, yeah, I watched it. You watched it. We had, you know, yes. there was just something, a common place of meeting over the word of God. And it was yes. so good. So, yes, yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love it too. And it was just, I love lately we've been studying a lot in it on um, how just love your neighbor, the good Samaritan, love your neighbor as yourself. Just a lot of stories on love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and your neighbor as yourself. 
And what's been pointed out in there is, did you have to remember during the life of Christ, they were under Roman rule. Mm-hmm. And um, so they were, you know, they were, did not like the rule that was over them. And we're in, a, we're in an election year. Things yeah. get, you know, different <laughs> in an election yes. year. And it's just been a good reminder during this election year that Jesus, he didn't come to pick size. He came to say, love your neighbor mm. as yourself. So and good. that love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. And that was his whole mm-hmm. message. And it's just been a really good mm-hmm. reminder to me in the last couple yeah. weeks. I mean, that's I just so that. unifying. It's like it's 0% about picking sides. Yes, It's about loving you as much as I love you as much as I love you. And doing that shows love toward God. We love his children. Yes, and whether they believe what you believe yes. or not, you love them like they believe what you believe. Yeah. And not even stopping to ask the question. That's what's been challenging to me. It's just, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Don't ask the question of where they stand with whatever. Right. Doesn't right. matter. Doesn't matter. So, Michelle, we've loved having you on here today. It was so good to hear from you and just what this last season's been like. We love the word season, don't we? Um, but I would just love it if before we close, if you would just pray over the women who are listening. Yes. Father, we just come to you right now, and I just thank you for who you are, Lord Jesus. And I just pray, Lord God, that every woman that is at the sound of my voice right now, Lord Jesus, whether they've walked through the fire, whether they've walked through the flood, Lord Jesus, whatever they have walked through, whether it's been a good season, I just pray that they would feel that they would walk out of this saturated by Mm. your goodness. I just pray, Lord God, that wherever they're sitting right now in their car, if they're taking a walk or they're doing laundry, Lord God, let them just sense your goodness and your presence, Father, like they've never sensed it before. And I just pray, Lord God, that you just help us, Lord God, just to just to keep the mind of Christ. Just help us, Lord God, just to stay focused on you, that there's so many distractions around and about us, Lord God. But I just pray that we as the women of new life will wake up every day and just give that day to you and just say, Lord, how can I honor you today? How can I honor you in this moment? And I just pray, Lord God, that you just help us to walk out our our lives, Lord God, that in such a way that people will look at us and just know that there's something different in us, that they see Jesus because of the way we love the people around us. Mm -hmm. And I just thank you, Father, for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Michelle, thank you so much again for being with us. It's always so good to have you on the podcast. And ladies, Thank you for listening to another episode of The Woman Podcast. If you are interested in joining us to do the life of Christ, um, let me tell you how to do it. So you can text the word Jesus to 501-200-3122, and you will sign yourself up to get daily text updates. And they'll they'll come straight to your phone, and there will be a video and a reading and all that. So it's really awesome. We've loved going through it as a group of women as a church. And so I encourage you to do that. It's never too late to jump in and we will see you next time. Thanks again.